Hello and welcome to Who See, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. Me, Paul. And this week we have a very special guest. It's Martin from the Bad Wolf podcast. Hello, Martin. Hello, how are you doing? I'm honoured to be playing the part of Tony. Oh, oh well, <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> so are we. <laughs> Yes, we we finally upgraded. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll actually get some positive responses back for about Doctor Who now, won't we? <laughs> so just made up facts. <laughs> We're very glad you could join in, us, mate. Very glad. In 1974, John Pertwee wore cardboard shoes. Did he really? And he I'd, did. And I'd say to that, I think that's cobblers. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff, excellent stuff. Right, okay, well, it's a um, a change to the advertise programme for last week, because we were supposed to be doing um, a retrospective of The End of Time Part 1. Uh, but as we sort of couldn't really get our schedules together, um, and plus the fact I don't think neither me or Paul going to have time to watch End of Time Part 1 this weekend. No. No, exactly. Um, so, Martin was due to be a guest anyway, anyway weren't you? I was, yeah. You were indeed. So, um, but Martin hit upon the brilliant idea. Let's do a pre-convention chat instead, because we're we're all going to be in Cardiff, all this time next week. Yes. Yeah, if all goes to plan. All got yes, indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what we're. Unless you're do- listening to this on Wednesday, in which case, no, it won't be this. We're not going to be there that time. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> we do this all the time. We sort of set ourselves in in stone time-wise, don't we? Yeah. We never sort of think about that at all. One day we'll get it right. Well, well, we, we just believe that we're podcasting live, don't we? It's the thing. Yes, that's it, and people are actually hanging on our every word. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Okay, so um, well, before we crack on with that, let's let's do some let's do some news. Um, now, obviously, we try and avoid spoilers on here, but during the week, there's been one hell of a lot of uh, photographs coming from the Spain shoot at the moment, and yeah. Um, now, if you didn't know what it was before, and I'm still loath to say what the theme of this episode is, because I'm actually quite looking forward to it, but I think if anyone who hasn't seen the photos, I don't want to spoil it for them. So it's, it's, I know it's a bit awkward to talk about it, but it does look rather good. It yes. does, yeah. It does look rather impressive. Um, I, I can see why they've shot in Spain. Yes. I'm looking at the pictures. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's what we we said last week. Hopefully they're going for the that 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 feel... Of uh, the the genre they are sort of riffing on, <laughs> I've got to be so careful what I say. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like you. <laughs> what are we playing articulate here, or what? <laughs> <laughs> you, if you want to spoil it for it, you go and spoil it. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Right. I well, do feel like I'm one of the few people who hasn't tweeted that I'm going through Malaga Airport at the moment from the UK. <laughs> I know that's just been. The, I mean, even because um, well, that's the the, um, the next thing. Because even um, Sophia Miles has been tweeting, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah I noticed that. Yeah. Um, now it all, it's all going back to that rumor again of is she going to be the new companion? And to my mind, I think. Isn't she, did, I mean, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think she's a little bit too high profile? I don't, I don't think she's too high profile, but I'm not sure if they would go down that route of having somebody that was quite prominent in it before. Yeah, that's it. Coming back as a different character, unless she was coming back as the same character or a descendant of that character. Well, that's what I was, I was beginning to wonder, actually. 
whether they were going to do like bring her back as sort of Madame de Pompadour or not. I don't know. Descendant might work, I suppose. Hmm. Did she have any children? Man, not Sophia Miles, but Madame de Pompadour. Uh, <laughs> don't know. No. Me I don't know. If they, if they address it in Doctor Who, I'll let you know. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Um, if Tony was here, you say you're fulfilling Tony's role here, and he, 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 he's the history man, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, but we sometimes now wonder what, what he's telling us about <laughs> history actually makes sense. Is it true? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm that's sure true. Henry VIII yeah. didn't have that speedboat down the Thames. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, ap- apart from um, Sophia Miles, there's been um, a couple of other sort of actors added to the the, the castes this week. Um, the most recent one was a guy called Andrew Brook. Um, now I don't know if he's going to be in the this in the Spanish. Actually, no, he has been spotted in Spain with um, Karen Gillan this week. Ah. Yes. So he's out. He, so he's out there as well. Um, but he says he's been in things like the IT crowd, the In Between as My Family, um, pulling, and more recently he was in Phone Shop, which I must admit I've never seen. Phone Shop, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, yeah it's, never... it's not great. Yeah, never watched that one. Um, now I'm trying to think, who was he in the IT crowd? Uh, let's see if I can get a picture of him. Because I'm trying to think if he played um, Jen's boyfriend, um, Peter File. <laughs> I don't know if it, it was him or not. It may have been. Let me just Google him. Which I think was the best gag ever in that program, Peter File. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, honestly, don't know. Well, while um, while Martin's looking it up, the other um, casting yep. news this week is um, a guy called Garrick Hagen. Um, now, this will, this name will be familiar to um, a lot of nerds and geeks out there because he played Biggs in Star Wars. Yes, yes, uh, and also he was previously in the Mutants as well, with the nineteen seventy two John Pertwee story. So um, I don't think it, obviously he's not playing the same character. Hopefully not, because he's also in Spain as well. <laughs> like I say, I think, I think we are now the only three people left in the country. <laughs> I think we must be. Yeah, in the rain, lovely. Yes, brilliant. So yeah, um, now I'm, I'm looking at IMDb for um, Andrew Brook as well at the moment, and yeah, I, so, uh, I can't. It's find actually quite it. nice to have people coming back that was in the one of the classic series into the new one yeah it is, it is. I know he, he played a policeman oh a policeman yeah in Moss and the German oh the the cannibal one yeah 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 that was excellent though. <laughs> 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 also they could watch that widescreen tell the big screen or is it what was it a widescreen or a bit, this massive plasma screen he had wasn't it yeah they wanted to watch zombie flesh eaters or that something. was it yeah <laughs> No, so that was um, oh that that that's another mystery solving. Oh damn, I was hoping it was going to be Peter File. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but you've you've managed to say it enough times. So. I have done, yes. <laughs> never mind, never mind. Um, now moving on from the production news, uh, the Doctor Who experience. Um, obviously, it's moving down to Cardiff uh, this year. It's finally shut up shop in London. Um, now this week they're also they were advertising. Um, for a post there uh, for commercial manager, um, so I, I, which we discussed this before. I, I don't think we'll we'll be applying, will we? No, no, my CV's not up to date anyway. So Sodom, um, but they're also released. They're also looking for a sponsor as well, which is a, a new thing for the for the BBC. 
it's obviously a sign of the cost-cutting exercise, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Finally going down the uh, sort of like the, the sponsorship. Oh, I can't even say it. Sponsorship route. So, um, but as reading this, it's two hundred thousand pounds a year plus uh, plus VAT. So you've got to get a pretty good return on your investment for that, really, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll look and see if I've got that down the back of the sofa. Yeah, well, maybe we could all club together. Why not? Why not? Let's It'd do be it. all right if it wasn't for the VAT. There must be some tax loophole there. Yeah. Well, you're the man to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not saying Paul's committed fraud or anything. Just... <laughs> yeah, I, 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 do, I do our account returns for this podcast. <laughs> Creative account returns, I think you'll find. Yes. I'm living in a large house and you've got a shed. That's yes. how <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> right, well, um, the other bit of news, and we actually forgot to mention this last week, it just completely passed us by. Um, there's a guy called um, Steve Clark. Now, apparently, I didn't know this, he's tried this before. He's um, taking legal action against the BBC and Terry Nation, um, basically because he's saying he's the guy who created Davros. Um, and also, I think he's also trying to take um, credit for Gen- the, the title Genesis of the Daleks as well. He is, yeah. He, yeah. he tried this last year or the year before. That's right. Yeah, I remember. I remember reading something about it, but I couldn't. I just sort of. I didn't sort of. I don't know why I didn't pay too much attention to it, but uh, but it now seems to uh, <laughs> it's reared its. Uh, I suppose you could say ugly head again. Um, but now he's consulting a handwriting expert. Well, our friends at the Faris Project actually came up with a, a brilliant idea for this. All right. And it was, how has he still got the piece of paper? That is true. Because they never send the competition stuff back. Never. So how how has he obtained it again? I know I know it's for a fact because I sent in a, a drawing of Judge Dredd into 2000 AD when I was a kid and I never got that back either. Yeah. I didn't win either. That's a couple of it. How's your legal challenge that you <laughs> character? <laughs> It was a bloody good drawing, actually, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, basically, he's saying that he did a, um, a handwritten essay in 1972 um, uh, for a... Is it, I assume it's an old, like, weekly magazine or a comic called TV Action. Um, yeah. I vaguely remember buying TV Action when I was a kid. Didn't that sort do, of like... do you remember seeing the drawings? Come on, you could be lead witness now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just seem to remember things like, uh, like, um, like Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds... Even though it was way past the 1960s by that point, but they were still very popular on television. So I used to have little, um, I'm quite, I'm quite right in thinking they had sort of cartoon, um, sort of cartoon strips in there. Oh, never mind, never mind. Um, yeah, so basically he's saying that um, he's, he had sent this essay called "The Genesis of the Daleks: The Creation of Davros" in 1972, um, and as quite he said, he didn't win. So where's he got the drawing from? Now, so what he's saying. Now he's apparently his teacher has um, sort of written on the essay or something or, or on the on the drawing, and he's now getting a handwriting expert to confirm that this handwriting is genuine. Um, but the samples are inconclusive. So now, so now uh, Steve Clark has put out a um, a call to all his old classmates uh, if they've got any old um, sort of essay books. From when they were at school, with with this teacher's handwriting in, so which he's really going for it, isn't he? He is. He is. Just give up. Yeah, exactly. You know. I mean, well, in my this is just my personal opinion. Uh, I think he's trying it on, personally, but yeah, I you know, think, yeah, I think so. 
I mean, good luck with that. I mean, <laughs> you know, and I, and I mean that sarcastically, actually. I don't mean him good luck at all, actually. Um, <laughs> the, um, basically, the BBC have obviously responded, and they say the proceedings are ongoing, and the BBC and BBC Worldwide are defending the claim Davros was created by Terry Nation and the BBC. I can riff it up in front of the Albanian ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, because my great-grandfather actually did a sketch of the TARDIS back in 1914. Ah, there you are, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I should go go ahead with the proceedings. I think you should do. <laughs> I think you should do because I think my my, um, my mum's ancestors before they come over from Germany just before the First World War they actually did this steampunk drawing that very much resembled a Cyberman. There we go. There you are. We're rolling in it. We are, mate. Crikey! Right, so. Um, that's that. Well, I don't know if you can call that news really. Um, the next thing is the <laughs> the world's in time. Uh, massively multiplayer online game has officially launched. Um, yeah. I'd... Anyone got original sketches of this? Thing? <laughs> <laughs> actually, look, looking at the... Um, I wouldn't want to admit to it if I had, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> I really wouldn't. Yeah, yeah the person, person who actually did design it has now said that it was his schooled kid. Yeah, that's it. Teacher's, teacher's <laughs> evidence to say it wasn't him. Yeah, it was Steve Clark. <laughs> it's all his own work. <laughs> No, it's. I, um, I thought this launched ages ago. So did I, but apparently not. Maybe it must have been the beta testing then. Um, I, I don't think it's really aimed at me, to be honest. No, well, it's it's for the um, age bracket, 13 to 15. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, it. Uh, mind you, it didn't stop me playing the um, the free downloadable games from the from the BBC website. So. I still haven't played those. Neither of you, Paul, have you? Oh, I know. <laughs> No, so, so it definitely isn't aimed at me. I can tell. You. No, <laughs> no, they're 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 for free games. They're they're pretty good. I know they've had, they've had their detractors, but they are, as I say, they're free. You can't knock them for that, really. Oh yeah, you can't really moan about it. No, that's it. Um, I mean, you're always going to get people going to moan at stuff, even if there is like you know it is a free lunch, you know, and they're still going to moan about <laughs> it. So, but yeah, you know, it, it was fine. Um, but this this worlds in time thing doesn't. You know, it's, it's obviously not aimed at our age group. Um, but the other thing was the um, was the other game is the Eternity Clock, which is coming out for the PS3 and the Vita or Vita, we want to call it. Um, that, that's supposed to be launching this month, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and again, that's all gone a bit. There's hardly any news about that at all. I thought there'd be a, a, a bit more of a build-up for it. There's been absolutely nothing. Yeah, you'd think so. So, unless that's going to happen next weekend, who knows? Yeah, I wonder if they're doing trying to do, going to do an official launch of it mm. next week to coincide. I don't know. Yeah, could will do actually. Oh well, that, that's why the tickets are hundred pounds because you're getting a free PS Vita. <laughs> wow, that oh, the B, oh, I've always said the BBC is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> always said they were good guys. Now, um, moving on, uh, the Behind the Sofa um, book that um, Steve Berry um, put together um, with loads of um, anecdotes from uh, sort of different celebrities about their uh, sort of thoughts and memories on Doctor Who. He had a bit of a spat with PayPal during the week. Um, basically, PayPal um, refused to release the funds, um, but from all the donations made. Um, now... 
this book is all for a good cause. It's for uh, an Alzheimer's charity. Um, so um, you would have thought PayPal wouldn't have been quite so um, arsy about it. Um, but fortunately, they've seen sense and have, have now uh, lifted the restriction, which um, or, or yeah. at least come at least come out and said, "This is why we haven't, but we're working to yeah. come to a, a compromise." It just took them so long to actually sort it out. Yeah, it more the well. The, apparently, their their problem was that they uh, wanted proof that he'd already spent money on the book. You know, I mean, it's just un- it's unbelievable. Um, and it was getting to the point where he was he was actually going to sort of like fund everything himself. Um, but then, obviously, after that, PayPal sort of reached an, reached an agreement and re- and released all the all the funds that have been um, sort of donated. So about bloody time too, really. Mm. So. Yeah, you just don't know why it takes so long for something to be sorted out like that. It quite can't be done in over well, the course of a couple of hours, really. Well, exactly. I mean, the other thing as well, it's also been it's been sort of highly publicised as well. Um, yeah. Because he's, he's been asking um, sort of people, I think, through um, he's on. I can't. I think I'm right. Steve Berry writes for TV Cream. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. so yeah, I'm quite sure I saw him put a. Um, like an appeal out on there for for lot like people's thoughts and memories of, of Doctor Who for this book he was putting together, um, and then sort of like then so paper go and do this, which is unbelievable. But as I was say, fortunately they've seen sense and uh, released the fund. So thank thank God it's got a uh, it's got a happy ending. Yeah, that's all, all I can say. So uh, right, that's pretty much it for the news. Unless you you guys have got something else to. Uh, to add at all? No, it's just some audio books. Ah, uh, yes, uh, yes. Torchwood um, set after um, what was it? Uh, Miracle Day. Yes. Yeah, and they're releasing the audio version of Paradise Towers, read by Bonnie Langford. <laughs> now, now you, you've made some friends recently, haven't you, over Bonnie Langford? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said something on Twitter uh, criticizing Miss Langford's performance. <laughs> In Doctor Who, and I got quite a few more than expected angry responses. Now, I, I seem I seem to recall I responded to you myself also in the, on the negative of Bonnie Langford. No, I escaped. I didn't get anyone having a pop at me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no one. So it's, it's yeah, it's interesting that people feel that strongly still, isn't it? Really. Well, there's one guy who said I'm not a true Doctor Who fan because I haven't watched it since 1963. Oh, cobblers. <laughs> Sorry, my dad was four in 1963. <laughs> no, no, if you was a true fan, you'd have built your own TARDIS so you could go Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jesus, I, I cannot believe there are still fans. And I, I'm doing the, like, the inverted bracket, you know, the yeah. inverted comma things, which you obviously can't see. You know, fans out there who still think like that. I really don't. <laughs> it's, that's, inc- that's absolutely crazy. Um yeah, but actually, I was, I was um, actually because it's come out in the. I think it was also in the news this week that um, Bonnie Langford said she would, she would love to return to Doctor Who. That that's what that's I part of your appeal, I responded. No, um, <laughs> was was yeah, that? I said, what what did I say? I said something like Bonnie Langford said she wants to come back to Doctor Who. All Doctor Who fans scream in uni- unison. Hell yeah. no. Yeah, that's it. 
And, uh, and then that's when it all kicked off. Was that was that was that last week or this week? I can't remember what that was now. Was it was it? That was that was two weeks ago. Two now. weeks ago now. Bloody yeah. hell! Because it seems to that I read something again this week where she she made another statement to that effect. Was it in reply to you, Mike? Yeah, it was in reply to <laughs> yeah so because the other the other thing as well was Paul McGann said he'd also be up for it. Yeah, but he's been saying that every year since 1996. Every he has, though, hasn't he? He's ever done. As he said, I'll come back. But then Digital Spy hear him say it, and then all of a sudden it becomes news. Yeah, that's it. Um, so. But hasn't he sort of once said, well, I don't think I will go back now? I think it's more to the point of fact. Yeah, he's he doesn't think said, he's going to be asked. You know. Yeah, that's it. He always says he will, but it's up for them to ask him. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't think they will. Yeah, I've got. And, I've got. So I've got a funny thing. They're not going to do like a multi-doctor. I'd be very surprised if they did. Yeah, yeah. So, but then I quite like Sylvester McCoy's idea. Is that they have all the old doctors in it, mm. but not as the doctor. They'll be in the background of a restaurant or something like that. Yeah, just a nice little nod so the fans can spot them in the background. That would be quite good, actually. But they they wouldn't actually be playing a major part. They would just sort of basically be extras yeah but you, you could spot them and it'd just be like a nice nod to the fans that'd be a nice little idea actually yeah, yeah, really yeah I like it. yeah oh, quite, that's, that's really good um, what if they could do it with some old past companions as well yeah that'd be great just have them in all the, the sat around a huge table at a restaurant <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they did that with um, um, Silver Nemesis didn't they with um, not that I like to mention that um, story because it's not that it's, it's bloody awful but they had oh you'll like, get letters I, I will get letters <laughs> now <laughs> I told you letters you're in the 19th oh, no, century mate what's wrong with you <laughs> um, I received a telegram yes <laughs> I, I shall issue a pigeon later on with a <laughs> so, no there was because they had a, um, a crowd scene didn't they walking around that old um, Castle and like um, Nicholas Courtney and yeah. some of the other sort of uh, production stuff and some other people were sort of like made up this gaggle of people that's been shown around by a tour guide. Um, but you wouldn't have known until because you couldn't see Nicholas Courtney's face. They wouldn't, you wouldn't have known until they told you. So, um, so that's the sort. I think that's probably. I, I begin to wonder if that's where Sylvester McCoy got the idea from. It's possible, but I quite like the idea. Tom Baker also had an idea, mm. and he actually said this before um, Let's Kill Hitler which was quite amazing yeah. you know they had the holographic representation of Rose, Martha, Donna yeah, stuff like that um, before that happened Tom Baker said in an interview that there should be a room in the TARDIS that keeps the previous incarnations as holograms and whenever the Doctor really really needs some help he can go back and chat to these holograms about what he should do that's and he said, he said that way you could have it CGI so the aging wasn't a problem and they could just voice the, the holograms. That's a damn good idea, actually. Yeah, I like that as well. But then you get people asking for that every week. That's true, actually. Yeah, they, they would expect it all the time then. But if, if, if they didn't reduce that, <laughs> you, you would they well, well why, why can't that come back? You know, they yeah. want it all the time. So Yeah, because they sort of opened that up, didn't they, with the Doctor's Wife, didn't they, with the... In fact, the TARDIS is supposed to keep imprints of all the previous yeah. console rooms mm. that she can recreate. I want to see the return of the um, what, what do they call it the the, the tertiary cons- uh, console room from uh, Tom Baker, the other wooden panelled one. Yeah, that was nice. I really like that one. I wish they'd bring that one back. 
I like McGann's. Yeah, I, I, that's sort of because it was only used once, wasn't it? But it was it was actually quite a really nice set, and it it, it brought out that idea it could be as big as you want it to be. Yeah. And you can look however you like it, you know. I really, yeah, it was a nice design that. Um, but I was watching um, a Survival last night. We will oh, right. we, we wrap up the news in a minute, but I was watching well, the, the, the DVD extras because um, I only just only just bought it. And um, So did I last week, actually. Oh, did you? All right. Um, yeah, I was watching the, uh, the extras on that about the, the new console that this, um, the guy designed that was to be suspended from the ceiling. Oh, for Series 27. Yeah. yeah, and I really liked that idea. And he did get to build it, did a bit on a miniature scale for yeah. uh, the Do- Doctor Who night. That was nice. It was a lovely, it was a brilliant design. I really liked it. It was it was a good update, but it kept the, the original feel mm. of the old console room at the same time. It was really, really nice. So, oh, maybe they could do that next time then. Yeah, that'd be cool. It would be cool, would be cool. Okay, right, We've. I think we've gone through... We've, done the news to death so um so for another week that was the news okay um we're gonna talk about the convention next week i think we are anyway <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. So. hopefully hopefully <laughs> right so um i think what, what i'm gonna do here actually martin is, is ask you what are these conventions are because neither me or paul have ever been to any convention whatsoever so what's the sort of thing that we can Expect. Well, this is something entirely different, mm-hmm. really, to anything I've had, because this seems to be more structured. As in, you will do this at this time, you will do that at that time. Yeah. And other conventions have loads of different things going on at once, so that if you don't want to go to a panel by Danny Hargreaves, mm-hmm. you could go to a panel with one of the actors. But this way, it it seems to be structured so that people aren't missing anything. Which it was well, not a, a bad thing, I suppose. But, no, not really, because you, yeah. you're not choosing. Oh, do I go and hear Stephen Moffat speak, or do I go and hear Matt Smith speak? Yeah. Um, the only thing at the moment, because obviously we we know what times these um, these panels start and, and finish, mm. or, or supposed to start and finish. I, what I'd like to know what's in between, because they've they've said nothing so far, have they? No, I'm just looking on the website now. Mm. And the only update is that Saturday's completely sold out. Oh, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, um, and so there's no, there's not going to be any tickets on the door for Sunday either. Is if, if it doesn't, Sunday doesn't sell out. They're not actually going to yeah. be. Although I suspect they might change that if they. Oh, it's possible. Could do. Could do, I suppose. But, yeah, I don't uh, even know really what size venue this is either. To be honest, as to how much room there is to mill about. Well, the. I mean, obviously, they've restricted it to lots of fifteen hundred people. That yeah. that's good, actually, because yeah. when I went to oh, where was it, entertainment media show, where David Tennant was there, yeah, there was about fifty thousand people, Jesus, and everybody was queuing up for David Tennant. Yeah, and it's just the fact the queue went out of Ells Court and round the building. See that that's the, that's the sort of thing that will worry me going to a convention because I do not like queuing at all. <laughs> Neither do I. But no. I mean, if it's only fifteen hundred people, yeah, it's only going to be the same fifteen hundred people all day. That's so once it. you've got your autograph from Matt Smith, you're not going to queue up to get it again, really, are you? No, that's right. So yeah, so I think timing wise, this might be slightly better. Oh, well, here's open. Mm. Here's open because uh... you know it's it's their first convention. 
That's right. That's right. So there will be teething problems. There will be things what we're complaining about next week. Yep. Uh, <laughs> But hopefully, you know, we can give them some constructive feedback and they can come back next year with something better. It's open because, I mean, you know, as you say, next year's the big year, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, at least we're not going to have people wandering around past us going, oh, it's not as good as last year. Last year they had. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be next year. <laughs> yeah, that'll be us yeah, next year. Yeah. <laughs> we've actually got any tickets. I just had to piss people off. <laughs> I'm standing outside saying, not as good as last year. <laughs> No, it's um, yeah. Because I say I've never actually done anything like this before. I think we narrowly missed out on a because all those years ago we went to Florida, didn't we? As a yeah. sort of lads' holiday, and we mm. I thought we narrowly missed out on a Star Trek convention, didn't we? Oh, and it was um, and was... you'd got your cat outfit as well, didn't you? I did, I did everything. <laughs> now, it carried it out there. <laughs> well, that was um, when did we go? That was ninety-two, wasn't it? Ninety-two, yeah. So that was sort of the height of the next generation's popularity. Yeah, yeah. Um. And we think we missed it, but we missed a lot of things that holiday. Because we missed that by a day. We missed um, the space shuttle taking off as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we we missed a hell of a lot of stuff that uh, that week, that uh, couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, never mind, never mind. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's, it's just that fact that because we got nothing to compare it against, and I think that's that's been the big thing. Because I remember saying, "Oh, it's it's so expensive and." Um, it is. It is expensive. Um, what, I mean, what, what, what do you usually get for the other conventions? Then, what's the? Well, usually um, at the entertainment media show, uh, everybody's autograph is a different price. So yeah, David Tennant set up in his own little area, and he was charging forty-five. Bloody hell! For an autograph, and then you had his wife Georgia Moffat sat mm. in another section. And she's charging ten pounds an autograph. <laughs> so, so is this? Because I, I thought they, they sort of um, not sort of like pretty much gave up their time for nothing. But I, I thought it was sort of along along those lines. Or is that how they do make their monies through the the autograph? This is how they make their monies. Um, yeah, this is definitely how they make their money. I met Arthur Darville at the entertainment media show. Mm. Uh, he was busy all day, just just constantly. Not David Tennant busy. Yeah, but um, just as busy, and he was charging twenty quid. Bloody hell! So I guess some I of that go goes to their agents. So I wonder if they go home and have conversations with their agents, saying, "Do you know twenty? I was only charging twenty, and so and so is charging twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. And the the thing is, you've got people <laughs> there that are only getting like five pounds. How how must they feel? Oh, they think we're cheaper than half a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you, you feel sorry for people because you've got some people that sat there at the signing thing and nobody goes to them. Oh, that that really must be awful. Yeah, and you sort of you feel you feel sort of bad and you want to go up to them. Yeah. Just because you see them sitting by yourself, but then you look up and you see fifteen quid and you think, I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your sympathy only goes so far, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean there was a it was a stop. It's, it's worth a fault, isn't it, though? <laughs> to go down there, set up a table, few <laughs> <laughs> photos. Yeah. So, so it'll price, you've got to price yourself 10 to 15 quid, because if you're too low, people think you're an overdue. <laughs> yeah. If you're too high, they won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, actually, no, if you were high, they'll probably think, oh, this guy must be somebody. 
I'll putting on an American accent and people are just like, oh, I'll tell you something what, something has got you yet. Quite, quite a few years ago, as a guy I worked with, he was um, he was a massive fan of, of Les Miserables. Mm. And he'd been to see it, God knows how many times, and uh, he said to a couple of us at work, he said, come on, I said, I'll get tickets for a matinee performance. Uh, so we'll go and see that. Because, I mean, he was um, an ex-paratrooper. Oh, wow. Um, he did the selection course for SAS. He boxed, played rugby, American football. He was a real hard nut. But he loved musical theatre. <laughs> right, OK. So um, he took us along to the, this, this thing. Um, he, he got this, and he always got this same box yeah. Um, right at the very back. But the trouble was it looked like a kiosk. Right? So we had um, people coming up saying... Um, and usually... Um, I, I don't want to sort of denigrate any of our North American listeners, but it was usually Americans coming up to us saying, um, do you sell programmes? <laughs> right? And we said, uh, no, no, we're actually here to watch the show. Right? Yeah. So... And then it went on, and then people kept standing in front of us as well it's, it was so out of the way this place they, they couldn't really see it. we were there so excuse me we're trying to see the you know what, see the stage mm. and then um, one of the guys was he had a box of li- he bought himself a box of licorice all sorts and he put them on the front and again an American come over and said oh how, how much are the licorice all sorts right? <laughs> and he said oh five pounds please Right. And he got and he got his wallet out and he had the, and he said no John, John said no no I'm only joking I mean I'm, I'm I'm a paying customer I'm here to watch the show they're mine you know I'm only winding you up but... so at this stage you're nipping out the back to the bar buying drinks lining them up yeah. charging for another, <laughs> another five quid on top so it just goes to show we we could do it <laughs> we could just set up a stall next week just looking a bit glum you know. <laughs> <laughs> We could looking a bit maudlin. We'd be all right. That's the thing. All you have to do is say, oh, "I played the third Sontaran on the left," <laughs> and no, nobody would question you. They wouldn't. No, just keep talking about how we've just got back from Spain and how you'll see us in the. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that because I never tan. <laughs> so. No, well, yeah, so you, you had you, you using the suit, weren't you? <laughs> oh, that's true. And then again, they would keep you in the shade for continuity. Ah! <laughs> so they wouldn't want you getting a tan. There you go. Dan, you, this is going out on the podcast. We've given away all our secrets now. <laughs> Everyone will be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, all the actual bits will be empty and everyone will be outside with their own little stalls set up. <laughs> That's a damn... Oh, damn. Wish you never said anything now. <laughs> Copyright, who's he? That's it. <laughs> Yeah. So well, that's that. That's that old bit organised there. <laughs> so, what what are you mostly looking forward to? Well, um, it's difficult to. Uh, for, I can't really sort of pinpoint it really because I said I've never never been to one before, and I'm actually quite sort of excited about it because I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing all the um, all the fans there. And you'll you'll get a lot of cosplayers. Yeah, that's the thing I'm actually kind of looking forward to. They're fun to look at. Yeah. And some of the time and effort that these people put into their costumes, it's just amazing. Oh, yeah, this is, that's, the, that's the thing I really like. I don't get the tinfoil out, then. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you packing a roll of tinfoil, Martin, just in case? <laughs> I was considering it. <laughs> oh, well, we, well you've, you've got the challenge you set yourself, though, haven't you? For, for, your, uh, for your next cosplay. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to say anything here, in case, we, in case you decide to do it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to, and it's the fact just interacting with other fans of the show, yeah, as well. I think that's that's a, a, a big thing for me. 
because um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not the sort of thing. It's it's like when we were uh, I, I met you and Tony the other week, uh, wasn't it at that beer festival after I finished yeah. uh, recording at, um, at the, with the Talking Who guys, um, and we were, we were testing out our little um, dictaphone recorder. Mm. Um, and it was like a really busy pub, but even then you're sort of still trying to talk in hushed tones about Doctor Who. Yeah. It's that it's sort of like that it's that you don't want to talk about it in public. It's, it's sort of like you're meant to be meant to be sort of huddled in a corner. You know, and I think that's gonna be the beauty of, of, of going to convention because everybody's in the same boat as you and you you're there with the, the same opinion well not the same opinions, but you're there for a common purpose, aren't you? Oh yeah, the you'll definitely be able to talk about Doctor Who there. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> What about yeah, yourself? Yeah. So, what about yourself, Paul? What are you looking forward to? I most? think it is just really the the whole going to a convention. Cause as, you, as you said at the start, we haven't been to one, have we? So, nah. We've got no idea of what to expect anyway. And this quite good thing about this one is because obviously it's the first BBC one. Nobody's got any idea, so we won't feel that out of place. <laughs> I don't think. No, don't think so. Um, yeah, it's just I think it's the. I mean, I do hope. People do bring. I know it's, it's it's an expensive day out for um for the family, um. Mm. But I, I do hope there is. It isn't just um populated by adult Doctor Who fans. But I do think it's a bit of a shame they have. Who are doing podcasts? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it just make you wonder how many other podcasts we don't know about are going. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um. What I was going to say, I think it would be a shame if children were completely excluded. I know they're going. Um, for more of like the for like the diehard fan. Well, that's why they're charging a hundred pounds. Yeah, in. exactly. So, um, but I do think that I do think they did sort of miss a miss a trick there. Yeah, but then again, the the stuff they've had for the kids recently this year, um, you got the Doctor Who experience. Yep. Uh, the Crasher of the Iceum, is it? Elysium, is it? Elysium that yeah. was on in Manchester and now in Coventry. They they have done quite a few shows for kids. Yeah, I mean, possibly not in Cardiff, which which seems a bit crazy because that's where the show's based. Yeah, they did have a Doctor Who exhibition or scaled down one, didn't they? To, to one that <clears> yeah, to... I went there. It's it was really small. Yeah, because my um, my nieces have been next. They've been to the big one in London. Um, mm. And I was, I think I was, was I supposed to go with them? No, I was, I was supposed to go there on my, um, this is what a big kid I am. I was supposed to go, I was supposed to go on my 40th birthday. <laughs> and unfortunately, I, I, I caught shingles. Oh, no. And I felt so ill. I've never felt that ill in my entire life. Um, I just, I just, I wasn't well enough to go. So I missed out on it. And I never got round to booking any more tickets for it. Um, and I think when my nieces came up, they I think they went to it last uh, last spring, I think it was. But they were going in the middle of the week, and I couldn't get. I was they said, did I want to go with them? And I said, oh well, I, I just couldn't get the time off, so I, I, missed, I missed out again there. So, but they also been to the one in Cardiff and said it is significant, significantly smaller. But they said the one in London was amazing. Yeah, I was I was really surprised by how small the one in Cardiff is when I went there. But it is in a, like a building that's been there quite a few years. Oh, um, it's not, it's not, it wasn't like with <clears throat> with the, um, the well, the one in London experience. originally was in Ells Court, and then the experience yeah. was at Olympia, which is 
like sizably bigger. Yeah. Where it is is where they actually filmed the hospital for New Earth. Oh right, okay. That's where that's where the original exhibition was. It was in one of the rooms there. Oh, just just in one of the rooms, not Yeah, it was literally a room. Oh, you could walk around it in about ten minutes. <laughs> and how much did they charge for that? <laughs> that was a fiver to get in. Oh, that's not too bad. Then, I yeah, suppose, not too it? bad, but still, you know. Yeah, yeah, because I know I know that um, Doctor Who experience when it was in London. Uh, that was twenty twenty thirty to twenty to thirty pounds a ticket, wasn't it, or something? Uh, yeah, twenty quid on the door, fifteen if you booked online. Ah, oh, right. Because I remember, so. um, I remember Paul from the. Faros project. I think they're all going to go. Then they got stuck in traffic. Yeah, and they were an hour late, and they yeah. weren't allowed to. Yeah, they let, yeah, they wouldn't let them sort of change their their lotted schedule. Yeah, yeah which um, which is a, a shame. Yeah, it was a shame. Yeah, um, but I wonder if that was just because it was a weekend. Pretty, it was one of their busiest days, wasn't it? Really. Well, I yeah. took my son on a on a Saturday. Yeah, and we went for the first one at ten thirty, and there was a queue outside. Again, it, it was packed, so I can understand if you're late on a Saturday. Yeah, and they they tell you you got to come, like you can't change your ticket. What did your son make of it anyway? He was terrified. Was he really? Yeah, as soon as the Daleks came out, he was screaming and crying. He wanted to leave. Yeah, you know, I, I must tell you, like he's only three. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, he loved being in the TARDIS. He loved that bit. Yeah. He loved seeing the Doctor. He liked looking at the costumes at the end. But he really did not like the Daleks. I can empathise with that. Yeah, and actually, that's yeah. that's why you didn't go on your fortieth birthday, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting in, in the front room, rocking backwards and forwards, crying and screaming. You didn't want to go. Nothing to do with shingles, was it? Come no, on. it wasn't. I'll, I'll wet them as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, because I, I, I was remember when I was um, when I was a kid. Um, I, was, I had a great aunt and uncle lived in Portsmouth, and in one of the amusement arcades down that they had a, um, a Dalek you could sit in. And I was absolutely petrified of it, and I think I, don't, I think I was. It wasn't until I was about uh, six or seven years old where I could actually physically walk up to the thing, or even be on the same side of the road as it. When, when, <laughs> when I was about three or four years, I was absolutely petrified. So I, I can empathise with Aiden there. <laughs> but uh, I'm just beginning to wonder if what if they're going to have any sort of things like that at the convention. Any sort oh. of displays and stuff like because there's got to be stuff in between the panels. Just what what there can is they... something about costumes and all that, isn't there? Are they doing like yeah. special effects workshops and there is the Danny Hargreaves is given a special effects show. Yeah, uh, they're showing you how they build the costumes, etc. Um, let's see. Yeah, and I think there's people who are who are like choreographers. And Tom McRae's there. I think he's doing a writer's workshop and stuff. Hmm. Um, I don't know. There seems to be quite a few things going on. Yeah, they're just a little bit, a bit tight-lipped about it, though, at the moment, aren't they? They are, yeah. I would have expected to find out a lot more information. Yeah. I mean, considering the yeah. last... Um, if you look on the official website, the, the last latest news, if you click on the latest news icon, the last one was the 16th of February, which is when Karen, when Karen Gillan was, was announced. announced. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, I find that's that, the last actual bit of news, isn't it, that's come out? Yeah. Um, but there has been sort of other other sort of people added to the roster for that weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Shepard's been added. Yeah, Mark Shepard's, um, Simon Fisher-Becker. Yeah. Um, He's on, only on the Saturday, isn't he? 
Oh, so obviously Rebecca. There are some people that are only the Saturday and some people that are only the Sunday. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, you've also got Stuart Milligan, uh, Nicholas Briggs, uh, Barnaby Edwards. Uh, you've got, yeah, Neil Galton, who's from Millennium FX. Uh, who else you've got? Marcus Wilson, Stephen Person, Michael Pickwode, uh, Karen Henry and Gary Russell, Andy Pryor, Danny Hargreaves and, uh, and Tom McRae. So, but that was the last sort of lineup I read about, and that was that was on the first of um, February, and then the next one after that was for uh, Karen Gillan. Yeah, it's it's been a while, but I've heard loads of rumours about what's happening. Uh, yeah. The most common rumour is they're going to announce a new companion. Yeah, but Which... then again, I couldn't see them doing that on the Saturday. If they're going to do it, I would do it on the Sunday. Yeah. Personally, because, if I were in charge. Yeah. It would make sense, because it's going to ruin it. for if I do, As you say, if you do it on the Saturday, straight away, people are going to be on Twitter, Facebook, yeah. texting around, and it's just it would ruin it for everybody, wouldn't it? Although, yeah, I, 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 although I would like to be there when they announce, they announce it, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. same here. Same here. The yeah. only thing I'm really gutted about is it doesn't look like I'm going to make a TARDIS tour. No, no, um, no. Neither are we. Neither are we. Um, and I think I think they really screwed up on that one. Yeah. To be honest, um, and it does seem to be more geared up for people who are there for well, basically the entire weekend. Yeah, yeah. Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think we decided, didn't we? If we was if in hindsight, we'd have got tickets for the Sunday. Yeah, because then you'd have had the Saturday. You could have done the tour, and the Monday you could have done the tour. Yeah, and I've got round it that way. Whereas if you go on the Saturday, you only had either the Saturday instead of going to the convention, or the Sunday to do it. Otherwise, then you had to, otherwise you had to stay another night on the Monday Sunday night if you wanted to go on the Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fortunately, I'm staying with a friend, so if I did stay overnight, um, an extra night, it wouldn't be that much of an issue. But it's staying over another night just to go to that. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's it's over in about forty minutes, isn't it? So yeah, and the sessions are fully booked. Oh, they they fully done out now, apart, are they? Apart from Monday, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, that's the, <laughs> yeah, if I was uh, so if if I'd have spent but it, it spent a couple more days there, then yeah, I would have gone to it. But it's I was really absolutely really gutted when I was sort of looking through um, how when they got the original email through. And they said, "Oh yeah, yeah, these are all the times." And the way it read, it was sort of these are all the times for Saturday. And so they're, like they're running them from about nine in the morning to about gone five on Saturday and Sunday. Uh. Um, but then when I went to, oh great! So I went to book um, a time slot, and I thought, oh, great, I'll, I'll pick this one because it won't clash with any of the panels. And so when you actually went to click on the website, it stopped at about quarter past two on the Saturday. And I thought, what's what's going on? It, it didn't actually explain that. All mm. these times they announced were actually split across the two days. Oh, okay. So it was so um, so the last tour on the Saturdays around about two o'clock. It leaves around about two o'clock. Um, but the time you get back, um, you miss the beginning of the four o'clock panel. Yeah. Um, and then on the Sunday they start in the afternoon. That's that's just strange. Why it, not run it all day? Every day that the convention. Yeah. Well, we wasn't sure if they did or, or whether we literally people had 
been really, really quick and had got the Sunday morning ones. Yeah, that's possible. But it was just—it just seemed to be why they didn't announce it all at the same time. And then they could almost have done it on a first come, first serve basis when you bought your ticket. Yeah, they have they have been a bit weird with announcing news. Very, very strange. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, it's like nothing, and then everything all at once, and then nothing again. Well, unless the unless the what they've got lined up is so fantastic, they can't actually sort of let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> well, let's not get our hopes up. Let's we'll not get there and be disappointed that they announce <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably more obvious why it's this weekend or why it's the, the weekend it is. It's probably because they've just come back from Spain. They probably haven't set up. That, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, the, the, the English shoots yet. So this was the weekend when everyone was going to be free before they then started and probably the next they, section. Yeah, and probably why they can give up the, 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 uh, the TARDIS set for three days. Yeah. yeah. I'm disappointed they couldn't have done it on Friday as well. Well, that, that's another thing we said. We, we, if we realised, we would have got an earlier train. Yeah. yeah. And, if um, we could have got a Friday afternoon, then we'd have gone... We'd have got up and gone down there Friday morning. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's not to be. Maybe, maybe they'll do yeah. it next year. Next Who year. Knows? That's we'll it. Get in there first. That's it. But it, it's just the fact that I've, I've absolutely gutted I've passed up an opportunity to go on the actual set of the TARDIS. Yeah, I know. Same here. I'd love to do it. Yeah, I really would. But uh, as you say, maybe next year, maybe next year. <laughs> so, so um, well, the other thing we're not all being pulled so aware of is how do the how do the panels actually work? The, the panels same? usually yeah. you'll have a member of cast or a writer or someone on stage, mm. and then you'll have someone from the convention moderating the panel, so asking the questions, basically just interviewing them, and then at, towards the end, I'll open it up to the audience. Yeah. And then you'll get to ask them questions, etc. But yeah, apparently at some convention Karen Gillan was at before, everyone just kept asking her for a hug. <laughs> so, so halfway through, the moderator said, "Right, no more questions about hugs." <laughs> so we've got to get in early then. Yeah, yeah. you got to get in first. <laughs> Who's faster with the round up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that did it go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty boy. <laughs> I was, I was about you've got a week to practice. I was going to say then, but I'm not... <laughs> but I won't say that. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on, swiftly moving on. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just looking forward to meeting Matt Smith. Yes, yeah, so you, you've gone on on a. Uh... Hopefully on a on a press pass, haven't you? Yeah, I've been granted a press pass from my website. Yeah. So hopefully I'll be interviewing him. Wow. Uh, nothing's been confirmed. No. But hopefully I imagine if they're giving out press passes, they're giving out press times and interviews. Yeah. So um hopefully I'll have something. Oh, good luck with that. But yeah, yeah. Wow. I'll be nervous. More well, nervous than when I interview Paul McGann. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I say, you got you. I suppose you got you already figured out in your minds what you're going to ask him, and yeah, pretty much, pretty much, good. Yeah, you not like us then. We sort of <laughs> do it on the I'd fly, stumble up to people and say, "Yeah, you're, um, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who are you and why?" Yes, 
Hey, what do you do then? <laughs> Try and do it like John Cleese in Time Bandits. Do you want to buy one of our autographs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want a business card? <laughs> no, it's on the other side, my name. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not just a picture of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Now that that would be uh, that would be great if we did that. Actually, actually, that's a challenge for you, Martin. <laughs> try, try and get him to buy a picture. Yeah. <laughs> try and get him to buy a dog or not. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll never be invited back. No, never. That's it. <laughs> Your card is marked, mate. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. So is it? Is it? Just Matt Smith, you're going. Well, this sounds like you're stalking him, but is it just him, <laughs> him you're going for, or are you trying to whoever you can talk to as well? Well, yeah, anyone. I mean, I'd be happy to talk to Moffat. Tom McRae would be great. Yeah. Simon Fisher Becker sounds like he's up for a laugh. So I think he'd be great to talk to. Mark Shepard. Just a, there's loads of people I'd interview. Obviously, yeah. I've met for Darville before and interviewed him before. But no, it'd be I, great, to, great well, to do it again. Well, did you hear? Um, Steve Stephen Schapansky interview Mark Shepherd on Radio Free Scarrow. I did, yeah. He's a tough cookie. He is. Apparently, when people were asking questions in the audience, yeah. if he didn't like the question, he would just say, I'm not answering that. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm a little bit nervous. If I didn't know that, I wouldn't be nervous. Yeah, he, 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 was really, he wasn't suffering any fools gladly at yeah, all in the yeah. interview. I thought, bloody hell, you know, he's a bit... Uh, I thought. I thought. Why is he being a little bit? But maybe just. He must be asked the same questions over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I suppose you must reach a point where you sort of like think, "Oh well, to hell with it. I don't. I don't want to talk about this anymore." But yeah. <laughs> I think I'm I'll just you there. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I come up with questions he's never been asked. I'll ask him nothing about the work he's done. That's a good idea. <laughs> ask him if he knows anywhere you can buy stuffed pulpus. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee he's never had that. <laughs> but no, he's got a raft of emails from Film Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that'd be that'd be really good. <laughs> I actually think if you ask that, I think he might hit you. <laughs> yeah, so do you get ready get ready to sort of practice your ducking this week actually if you're gonna ask him that, but uh, sometimes when I'm doing the interviews, I think about taking like a Dennis Penis sort of take on it. Yeah. And yeah, but then I, <laughs> oh, I haven't got the balls to do that. No, you really have got balls to do. It. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't do that. No way. So some of the stuff Sasha Baron Cohen does in his character, and you think, how could you do that? But when he goes up as Bruno and Borat and stuff, and you just think, how could you do that? I oh, know. I just couldn't. Well, I think that's it. If you lose yourself in a, that's. The, I think that's the trick. You've got to go in as a character. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of. Well, this isn't me. It's the character doing this. You, I think you, you might sort of let your um, let your inhibitions go a bit. Then. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I mean, the other film looking forward to as well we, next week is meeting up with other um, other podcasters as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Because um, I say I've sort of, um, as I've met a, a few. Um, so a couple of weekends ago, um, we've we've never met face to face either. We haven't. That'd be a pleasure. Yes, indeed, it will be. So, um, me and Paul never met either. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we communicate through Tony usually. Usually, yeah. <laughs> he passes pieces of paper between us in different rooms. 
Yeah, Skype sort of him from the same house. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so obviously a bloody ramshackle. Um, oh, actually, talking of ramshackle, I must um, say, um, last week's podcast, I corrected myself needlessly when I said that Philip Maddock uh, was in the Crotons, and I said, oh, no, 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 he wasn't in the Crotons. He was in the Crotons. Why, yeah, did, why, why did I doubt myself? <laughs> <laughs> so living up, living up to our ramshackle nature there, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Well, you're right though, Paul. We shouldn't have started drinking before we started recording. No. Yeah, it didn't help, did it? No. I haven't been drinking. I've got no excuse. Oh. <laughs> oh well. Oh well. Yeah, we're all, we're all sober here this afternoon as well. So. <laughs> oh dear. Never mind. Never mind. So, um, yeah, I thought all we could say is we're just really looking forward to next week. Yeah. Really Same looking man. forward to it. Um, hopefully, it will be it will be a fantastic weekend. Um, Hopefully we'll, we'll all have something. Uh, we'll be able to record something next week. Hopefully yeah. you, you'll just, have just... you'll have an interview with Matt Smith. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, yeah and we'll, we'll, we'll just to that. We'll... forward to that already. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we'll. I just, and... I just hope we're all coming away from this really pleased with it. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I think, I think the disappointment that you know you just don't actually <laughs> at the moment want to think that it could be a disappointment. So. Well, the best the best thing you can hope for is having the con blues on Monday when you're back in the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember just the total sh- culture shock when I came out of the SFX weekender and came back into the real world. Because it did look like you had a you had a bloody good time there. Yeah, it's great. Well, like you said, like when you're in a pub and you got to sort of hush it down when you're talking about Doctor Who. Yeah, it's like being in the pub on the site. You you could talk about anything, yeah, and and you didn't have to like keep it down. I mean, the only thing you would have had to keep down is if you're talking about football, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it was just like being in a regular pub, but everyone's on the same page. Yeah, so that that's what I'm sort of looking forward to. So, I know, yeah. I know, I know, it's not going to have that that because it's not like uh, you're not we're not going to be based on a, in a holiday camp next weekend, but. Um, Maybe that's the surprise. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. But, but maybe but that's the fact. I think even though you're still going to be at the convention full of like-minded people, you're going to be talking about the same thing and not be worried about it or yeah. worried about someone's overhearing you talking about geeky stuff. You know. So um, yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Really am. Um, and I just hope we we can say we've gone back and had a good time, rather than other people saying, "Well, told you so." What you know, it's the BBC. <laughs> and you and you paid ninety nine pounds for that rubbish. So um, yeah, I mean there were other podcasters that were quite vocal. Yeah, about that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so um, but hey, you know it's um, horses for courses. I think if if people um, can afford to go to it, then that's up to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, really? so long as you have a great time, that's it. Yeah, um, I mean that's what we didn't want. We didn't want to. Um, sit around on the Sunday night next Sunday having not gone and reading yeah. and hearing about everyone coming back saying what a fabulous time they had in Cardiff and all that yeah that's what I, I we could have gone <laughs> yeah yeah I know I know that, that Gallifrey would be that would be good um, yeah yeah it really would be but I think the um, well me and Paul said I think the amount of money we've actually spent on this you know couple of nights in Cardiff I think for about 50 quid extra we could have gone to Galley <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <know>, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sadly, that's right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, rip off Britain as they keep, keep, <laughs> as they keep reminding us. Crikey. 
Okay then, chaps. Right. I th- are, are we done? Yeah, I think so. I think we've rambled on. on. I think we've rambled on enough. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully, the next uh, podcast you'll certainly get from from us will be a convention special. Mm. Yes. Yes. So uh, hopefully we'll have lots of stuff to to, to bring you. Um, and unfortunately, back to our usual standard. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, so um, but before we go though, um, Martin, as is customary on these occasions, um, tell everyone about the Bad Wolf Podcast. Bad Wolf Podcast. Uh, it's like this show, but not as good. Oh, <laughs> no, yourself... you, you, you don't want to sell yourself like that. No, you don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's done with me, um, my mate Imran and Pete. Um, we just sit around, get drunk, and talk about Doctor Who. And if you want to check us out, go to www.badwolf.co.uk. And go. email Imran at badwolf.co.uk. <laughs> and just email him abuse, um, sexy photos, whatever. Just random stuff. Ask him if he knows where he can buy a porpoise. Yes, a stuffed porpoise. A stuffed porpoise, yeah. Don't, that don't wet their beds. <laughs> That's Imran at badwolf.co.uk. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Get ready, Imran. <laughs> okay, then. Right. Thanks very much, Martin. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank thanks you. Everyone. Yes, thanks. thank you for uh, for joining us this afternoon. Really been great. Okay, then. Excellent. Right. Okay, folks. So um, until next week, when we have, uh, we should have, if our recordings work, a uh, convention special. It's goodbye from me, Phil. Goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye from me, Martin. Goodbye. Goodbye. listen to the who's he podcast a proud member of the doctor who podcast alliance if you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show please drop us an email at feedback at who's hyphen he.co.uk and please also visit our website which is at www.who's hyphen he.co.uk you can also follow us on twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast